0: Has he done it for you hallelujah you need to give god some praise you need to say hallelujah you need to say glory because he made a way don't know how he did it but i'm standing here today because he made a way hallelujah hallelujah we want to make sure that you got the news we are opening october 18th we're doing it safely temperature going to be taken. you got to wear a mask. They're going to be distancing seating and standing. And our capacity is limited. So you need to call. Hallelujah. We're going to have an 8 o'clock. We're going to have a 10 o'clock. And the way we do service now is the way we're going to do service then. Hallelujah. We're still going to come live at 10 o'clock. We're not going to stop that. So if you don't feel safe coming, watch us. Watch us. Live stream. Watch us. Facebook. Watch us on the website. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, praise team. Thank you for getting us in the presence of the Lord. I don't know how y'all know my sermons, but y'all say my sermons. Hallelujah. Let's get into this message. Hallelujah. Still working out of Psalms 23. And we have gotten no farther than verse 3, but it's okay. I hope that you're being blessed by this series. Hallelujah, as we dig deep in what the Lord is saying to us. Hallelujah. Reading Psalms 23, verses 1 through 3, we're reading it out of the Amplified Classic, and it reads as such in our hearing. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, to shield. I shall not lack. He maketh me lie down in green, tender green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still, restful waters. Hallelujah. He refreshes and restores my life. Myself, we're gonna stop right there. We ain't gonna get no farther than that. He refreshes, he restores my life. The subject matter that we're gonna deal with this morning is: is Jesus the restorer of our lives? Zoi means is Greek for spirit, spirit life, zoi life, spirit life. Comes out of John ten ten. Let us pray. Father, even now as we come, speak, Lord. Allow me just to become an instrument of your glory. Play me until you can't play me no more. Lord, speak life into us. Speak, restore, Lord, heal. But Lord, stir up our spirit inside as you speak into our spirit, because you are spirit. So speak to our spirit, Jumps. Speak until we are overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Speak until we see you and run towards you. So Lord, I'm just asking that you speak, that you pour out life to us. Even now in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Hallelujah. Hope you've been enjoying the series. Allow me to deal with that first part of verse three. He refreshes, he restores my life. Let me deal with it from a sheep aspect, first of all. Sheep is one animal that is completely domestic, which means that it needs a, sh- a shepherd. It cannot run fast. It cannot defend itself. It has no fangs. It, it has no claws. Uh, it is utterly in the wilderness helpless. It, it needs something or someone to protect it. There's no camouflage. It, it is at it's predator, mercy, yeah. completely, cannot take care of itself, cannot survive. And and, and biblically, Jesus refers to us as sheep. Yeah. I've heard a lot of illustrations of why he refers us as sheep. But let me give you why I believe. The main reason why is that what we don't understand is that we have an enemy called Satan. Hallelujah. He, he's a lion, he's a wolf. And spiritually speaking, in your flesh, in yourself, you have no defense. You cannot fight with him within yourself. We are in need of a shepherd. He comes, as John 10:10 10, 10 says, He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. One of the questions I asked God was, Lord, what does he come to steal, kill, and destroy? Listen to me. He comes steal and destroy our image like God. He hates God, but he can't fight with God. So he fights with you and me. He he, he is constantly trying to erase any residue of, of God likeness in you and me hallelujah it, it, it is becoming even more apparent as as I get closer to God I, I I realize that our flesh man, our natural man, listen, cannot be redeemed, cannot be restored, totally deprived at his core deprived that's why Jesus said, I came to give you Life, zord life, spiritual life. You are depleted of spiritual life. So I came to give you what you don't have. When Nicodemus came to Jesus at night in in the Gospel of John chapter 3, he said, Nicodemus, in order to see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. He, you know, Nicodemus was like, how can I get into my mother's womb? He said, no, I'm not talking about natural birth. He said, I'm talking about spiritual birth. He said that you must be born capital of the spirit in your spirit because God is spirit. He made us in his likeness in our spirit. But when Adam disobeyed, we died. We died. The spirit in man died. He says, Surely the day that you eat of the tree, I gave you everything, Adam. I made you like me. I even prepared a pre- place for you. He put him in a prepared place called Eden, which means pleasure. And he just gave me one thing. Listen, I want you to follow me, but I gave you a free will because I want you to love me. Somebody said, Well, why did God give him a free will? Listen. Love cannot be made It's a choice You can't make somebody love you If you really want somebody to love you You gotta hold them with open hands If they walk away Well they didn't really love you anyway You never had them God wanted his children to love him Because he is good He is awesome Even today you got a choice God don't make you. You can choose him. He will woo you. He he will woo you with an irresistible woo. But he wants your heart. He wants your love. You can be as disobedient as you want to. He will even put a block or or shut doors on that. But God wants you to be obedient because you love him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he gave Adam a choice. And Adam, when he Fail. We have no idea what he fell from. We have no idea what his originally was like. He was a spirit being that has a soul that was in a body. Now we're more flush than spirit. When you're born again, you learn how to walk in the spirit. You got to shut the flesh down. Why? Because we are living in two. If you are a Christian, we're living in two worlds. We're living in the flesh world, the natural man, the old man that obeys Satan, that listens to Satan. And we got a spirit within us. And God deals with your spirit. He flows in your spirit. Listen, your spirit, man, is where where you gain strength. That's your protection. That's what follows Jesus. Jesus. That's when Jesus is your shepherd, is when you are following him. There's some sheep, there's sheep, but they're not following him. (laughs) They're doing what they want to do. Listen, I I was, God showed me something and it really brought tears to my eyes. You can see on people's faces a rebellious spirit. I don't know whether God has opened up my eyes more, but you can see it. And even this morning as I was meditating, I said, Lord, why do you put up with us? Why do you even deal with us? I don't understand because I, I see us. I, I, I see me. And you are so patient. You are so loving. You are so, 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 so. And he came up to me, he said, I love you. I love you all. And even though we rebel against him, he keeps on loving us. He keeps on wooing us. He keeps on calling us. He keeps on working with us until we realize how good he is. He said, I came to give you life, Zoid Greek, Zoid life. Listen, He talking about I came to give you spiritual life overflowing, that you can walk with me, that I can take care of you, that you will know my heart, that you will know my ways, that you will have life. Life is not about what you got on the outside. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be rich and have everything and still commit suicide. You can have everything on the outside and still be empty on the inside. But when he fills you on the inside and he provides for the outside, you begin to understand that, listen, I got joy. I got peace. I got life. My my brothers and my sisters, that's what he's calling us to. That's what he's calling us to. David experienced this in many ways. His desert experience is us on our journey. And God's trying to take us to a place of promise, to a place of destiny, to a place of purpose. Until you realize what you've been created for and you're walking in the purpose of God, life doesn't make sense. It's a sheep without a shepherd running in the wilderness, scared of everything, afraid of everything, and the only thing he can do is back. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, he's calling us to himself, saying, I got you. I love you. I'm for you. Listen, it's amazing that, that the closer you get to him, the insecurities That you used to have, the fears that you used to have go away. And listen, I I have never been so free as I am now. And I'm determined to get closer because I want to get freer. The weight of everything is not on you anymore. All of a sudden, you know He got you, you know He's covered. You're not even concerned about what people think because they don't know you anyway. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. When he said the truth will set you free, he said that he will set us free. A shepherd that is in the care, a, a sheep that is in the shepherd's care, there's a freedom because he knows he's being taken care of. She knows she's being taken care of. They lean and depend on their shepherd. They don't have to be heard it he walks in front of them because they know their life depends on him they walk after him they follow his feet they may be looking down but they're looking down at every step he takes Jesus is saying I will take care of you but your job is to look at every step that I take Step in the steps that I'm stepping in, and I will fill you with life overflowing. That's a promise. That's a promise. That's a promise. David, we see him, and we see him taken from a shepherd boy to, to 15 years later after the anointing to king, and he took Israel to the zenith of their power, the zenith of of, of 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 being a kingdom. David was a bad boy, and all the time it was God getting him to the next plateau. God has another a next plateau for you. He wants to take you higher in relationship with Him. He wants to take you deeper. That you understand the ways of the Holy Spirit that is in you. You will hear his voice. In John chapter 10, he said, my sheep, hear my voice. They know my voice. When you're his and you are listening, he will speak to you. He will direct you. He will guide you. He will show you. He will protect. There is a peace about being close to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know what I'm talking about. Listen, he is that good. When he made you and I, when he made us on the sixth day, all the other days of his creation, he said, it is good. But when he made you and I, he he put himself in us. He put his image in our spirit. And he said, very good. Hallelujah. Wait a minute. I, I don't understand when God, who is good, the only thing that is good, looks at us and says, very good. You know what he's saying? That looks like me. Yeah. Hallelujah. But I want you to see the change that happened in Genesis chapter 5, verse 1. This is the book, of The Geology of Adam. In the day that God created him, he made him in a likeness of himself, God. Hallelujah. He created them, male and female, and blessed them. Let me let me just do some 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 understanding here. To my to my ladies, to, to the female, God didn't make you any less himself than Adam. I believe in the old testament. Adam is the right side of God's portrait, and you are the left side of his portrait. Because God is too big to be made a gender. (laughs) Now, the Bible refers to the the, the, the dominant part, and it's the way he made us, is is on the right side, the male. But that doesn't make you any less in the image of God, we just have a part to play in the coming together, hallelujah. If if God had a color, his color would be purple. The man is blue, the woman is pink, you mix it together, you get purple, hallelujah. The, The biggest, the best picture of illustration of God is a husband and wife that is functioning in love Praising God in unity together, that's the fullest picture of who God is. Even in scripture, it talks about the compassion of God. And it's a word that talks about, I got you in my womb. A, A woman has a womb. But God says, I got my children in my womb. I got you. I'm pregnant with you. Uh, yeah, I'm covering you. I am a part of you. You are a part of me. That's how awesome our God is. Hallelujah. Are you covered today? Do you know you covered? Do you know he got you? Hallelujah. Let let's me move on. In Genesis, he goes back and says, and, and he called them mankind in the day that they were created. And that's and Adam was 139 years and he begot a son, listen, in his own likeness. Let me explain what this is saying. He started, they started having children after the fall, which means then that his children that was born after the fall, and he only had children after the fall, was no longer born in the original image that they were made in. It's now a fallen image, a murder image, an altar image of God. Why? Because Adam failed. We may have a residue, but we don't have it no more. That's why God looks at us, no matter how good you think you are. He don't see himself anymore. And the only thing he calls good is himself. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, you must be born again. You must accept me so I can recreate in you the the image, the spirit that I originally put in you. He is restoring us to the place that he originally intended for us to be. Listen, Satan is constantly trying to erase. And when you walk in your own will, when you walk in your own attitude, you're not acting like God. You're not talking like God. Your attitude is not like God. So no matter what you do, when you walk out of that attitude, it's not like God. God said, the only thing that's like me is your born-again spirit that I put in you. He's restoring. He's restoring. He's a restorer. Back plan, back to his original intent. He didn't change things. He just rearranged them to work it out another way. That's how much he loves you and I. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. He's called us back to our purpose. He's called us back to that which we were created to be. He's called us back mainly in fellowship and relationship with Him. Listen, you can get as close to God as you want to, but you gotta want to. Yeah. Gotta let go of the old yeah. and begin to walk in the new. Hallelujah. 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 Watch this. First John chapter three, verse eight and nine. Watch this. Let me let me let me let me deal with some scriptures that prove what I'm saying. Say who. He who sins is of the devil. He said, he said, Your sin nature is following the attitude of Satan. Amen. You got me. For the devil sinned from the beginning. He, he fell as an angel. He was, he was Lucifer. He was light bearer. That's what it means. But he chose to sin. He, he moved out of his proper state. At one time, it seems like angels had an ability to choose between good and bad just like us. The difference is he did not make the angels in his image. He made us in his image because scripture says that when we become who we're going to be, we're going to judge the angels. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. Listen, he was manifest on earth. He came down as one of us to restore us back to what we fell from. Again, he's a restorer. And watch this, so that he may destroy the works of the devil. What does the devil work? Trying to erase any residue of who you're supposed to be. Trying to erase everything that God has called you to be. He's trying to get in your mind and tell you what you're not. But God, the Lord Jesus Christ, is trying to tell you who you are. My question to you today who are you going to believe? Who are you going to believe? You ought to be constantly walking in more of what the Lord. Jesus has called you to be. He chose you. He elected you. He created you. He put his name on you. He said that you are mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My fact, he has set you up to be his masterpiece. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10 says that you're his masterpiece. You're his creation. He wants to show you off. Hallelujah. We are. God's own handiwork, his workmanship, our masterpiece, created, recreated spirit in Christ Jesus, born anew in our spirit that we may do the good works with God predestined. He planned beforehand. Listen, as long as you walk in, in the purpose of the Lord, the devil can't stop you. If you keep your eyes on Jesus, can't nobody stop you. Sometimes you got not listen to family, not listen to folks that don't know what God has in you. God has precious. He has glory in you. Hallelujah. He put this glory in earthen vessels, and it's him trying to bring it out of you. Listen, be all that Christ has made you to be. Press your way into him. Trust him. Walk with him. Talk to him. Get along with him. He will show you who you are. Oh, yes, he will. will. Pandemic can't stop you. The devil can't stop you. Can't nothing stop you from becoming what God has called you to be if you keep your eyes on him. Hallelujah. Listen, we're not working towards victory We're working from victory because Jesus has won our victory. It's already been won. Hallelujah. Watch this, watch this. Acts 13, 36. David, after he served his purpose in God, huh? Huh? After all that David did, the mistakes David did, but he kept on chasing God. God is not looking for perfection. He's looking for willingness. He's looking for us to chase him, to want him, to love him. If you fall down, you need to get back up. The Bible said the righteous man, the righteous man falls seven times, but he keeps getting back up. You know where the emphasis is? You keep getting back up. How do you keep getting back up? Lord, forgive me. Lord, change me. Lord help me. Listen, one of those days you're gonna get back up, and you're not gonna fall in that area no more because you keep on chasing him. I tell folks, when you fall, roll forward. Roll closer to him. Don't run from him, run to him. He's your shepherd, he's your keeper, he's your way maker, he's it. Jesus is it, Jesus is it. Hallelujah. Isaiah saw the, the Lord high lifted up in Isaiah chapter 6. Listen, until you see him, you don't know how far from him we really are. Hello. I pray that the Lord is showing you a, a higher picture of himself than what he would do after he shows you himself. He'll show you the next level of you. You don't know who you are. You don't know what you've been created to be. See, you can only find yourself who you've been created to be in Christ Jesus. You're not going to find that in the world. Satan is running this world. That's why we got all the hell we got because Adam gave dominion to Satan when God gave it to him. So our restorer, our life, our Zohar life, Everything about life is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 1, when he's breaking down who we are, when he's talking about that we're chosen, When he talked about that we've been adopted, not the adoption, human adoption, but he said, I put in you my spiritual DNA. You now, my child, you look like me in your spirit. You act like me in your spirit. First. Peter chapter 1 says that we've been born again of an incorruptible seed, a seed that can't be corrupted. See, your spirit can't sin. Your flesh is what sin. But if you tap into your spirit, you will begin to walk right, talk right. I'm not saying that, that, you, that, 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 that you won't sin. Your flesh sins, but your spirit, when it's in control, you won't sin. So you know what that means? You and I need to walk more in the spirit of God. But he says, he says, in Ephesians chapter 1, he said, I chose you from the foundation of the world. I picked you out. I adopted you. I did it before you was even born. I did it before there was an earth. I did it because, he said, I started at the end, went to the beginning, then said, let it begin. Our God is an awesome God. He said, I did it so that you would be to the praise of my glory. He says that three times in Ephesians chapter 1. Let me explain what that means. And then we're finished. He said, I did something that is so awesome that when you let me do what I want to do, you can't help but praise me. You can't take credit. You will know that it's not you. You will know that it's me. You will begin to praise me and know how much I love you. When you let me be me in you, you will have to stop and say, I know this is God. I know this is in me. Hold on. It gets better than that. He said like, "The people who know you will see me in you. And they will so see me in you that they will praise me because they will know that it's not you. In fact, they will see more of me in you than you see in you. And they will thank God for you because me in you. Hallelujah. 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 So he says, so what happens is that I got a whole community praising me. For well, what I'm doing in you because you're my masterpiece. You're my workmanship. You're my creation. I put you on display so people can see me at work in you. Lord, glorify yourself through me. Lord, have your way in me. There ought to be a cry in your spirit. Say, I surrender, Lord, less of me and more of you. Let the world see you in me. Today, Lord, I give myself to you that you may be glorified in me. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. Because your way is different than my way. Lord, in my attitude. Lord, in my talk. Lord, in my walk. Lord, have your way that the world may see you are real in me. Yes, God. That's the call on your life. That's what you've been created for. That's the purpose of your life. And he will show you More of himself. And you want to talk about being satisfied? There ought to be a hunger. Take that back. There is a hunger and thirst for your creator. Uh But you just don't know what it is. You're trying to chase everything else. But it's him. It is him. Somebody's caught the plane suicide. And what it is, you need a closer walk with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's him that fills that void. It's him that fills that emptiness. It is him that he, he does it all. But you gotta let him in. And once you let him in, you gotta let him take over. You hear me. Some of you know what I'm talking about. And you saying no. That's your flesh saying no. But your spirit is crying out yes. Lord, touch. There's numbers up here. If you call the 400 number, somebody will answer. Somebody will get with you. If you don't know how to receive Jesus, they will let you know how. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The 271 number, you can call and, and, and make arrangements to be one of the numbers October 18th when we open up the church. Hallelujah. Limited number, two services. We love you. We pray for you. That God may have his way in you. Touch, Lord. Touch, Lord. Father, even now, your spirit, let it be overflowing in us. Father, even now, fall, fall fresh on us. Let there be an Isaiah experience that we see you and see that you are God all by yourself. Lord, somebody needs you. We all need you. Let us hear your call. Let us hear what you're saying. Help us to take our eyes off of everything else and put it on you. Even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, praying for you. See you next week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sending your tithes and offering. Thank you for helping us do what we do. Hallelujah. Praying for you, covering you. You pray. For-